There are no two ways about it. If your marriage has been affected, impacted by infidelity through pornography use, sexual addiction, emotional or sexual affair, you're going through one of the most horrific and excruciating painful experiences that anyone could ever go through. I know this up close and personal because I myself have experienced it from both sides of the coin. At the age of 25, I was the betrayer. And just four short years ago, I was betrayed. And it was the worst roller coaster ride I have ever experienced in my life. That's why I'm doing this mini series on how infidelity betrayal affects both the betrayed and the betrayer. We're in the we're like right at the beginning of this mini series. I did an overview last week. If you haven't heard it, make sure to go below in the show notes, listen to the overview. But today we're going to be talking about why infidelity betrayal affects the betrayed so greatly? Why is it so painful to the betrayed spouse? We're going to dive deep on that today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Hey beautiful, welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark, miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault. And this pain, it'll never go away. Until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. You know, I've been asked, Lisa, why would you dive so deep into doing a mini-series that features both sides of the story? I mean, for a time, you've been dealing with the betrayed. I know I have. But God has really been speaking to my heart lately and really, really revealing the truth about how education, knowing how it affects both parties involved, is the key to the healing process. This is something that we need to be aware of. 
having knowledge of what both sides goes through when it comes to betrayal can really unlock the our recovery process. And so I'm diving into anything and everything that helps my clients and helps you personally to heal from the devastating effects of betrayal trauma. And yes, both sides of the parties, both parties deal with the devastation of betrayal. Both of you suffer trauma. Both of you have different ramifications that you're faced with and must work through. So beauty beyond betrayal actually works on both sides. There is beauty for both sides of the coin, for both the betrayed and the betrayer, when you seek to really move forward in the healing and recovery journey. So that's why I'm diving deep into this topic, this little mini series to help you with that. And today we're actually going to be looking at why betrayal and infidelity, right, from all aspects, pornography and or an affair, is so painful to the betrayed spouse. How betrayal affects the betrayed spouse. We're diving deep in that today. And you know, there is no way around this. You're going to have pain when you've been betrayed. There's no two ways about it. If your marriage has been in in fact impacted by infidelity, well, you are definitely, whether you're the betrayed or the betrayer, you are going through one of the most horrific, excruciating, painful experiences that anyone could ever go through. And Dr. Barry Bass, who is a licensed psychologist and CSAT or a certified sex therapist, he helps individuals cope with marital relationships, sexual distress, and the painful after effects of infidelity. Dr. Berry states that the after effects of infidelity, and again, whether it's pornography, an emotional affair, or actually a physical sexual affair, resemble the psychic disorientation and confusion of victims of natural disasters who suffer from PTSD. Betrayed spouses resemble that. If you look at a betrayed spouse who's dealt with infidelity, they find out that their partner has in fact betrayed them, you can line them up with a victim of a natural disaster and they share a lot of the underlying symptoms, sufferings, and even PTSD. Yet, why is it when it comes to betrayal, when it comes to infidelity, what effects does it actually have on the betrayed spouse and why is it so so painful? Get out your pen and paper today because I'm going to dive deep. This episode may go just a tad bit over what my normal episodes go over because there is a multitude of reasons for this excruciating agony that you're experiencing and how this betrayal has affected the betrayed spouse and why the infidelity hurts so much. So let's dive in, shall we? The first reason is because you as the betrayed spouse, your expectations for what it means to be married have been violated. You know, when we enter into marriage, both parties, we enter in with a set of expectations for what it means to be married, right? We have the loyalty. It's till death do us part through the good times and the hard times, through sickness and in health. For the most part, it includes a sexual, romantic, and emotional faithfulness to one another. 
And when your spouse cheats via pornography or through an affair, they have violated the rules that you thought you were both living by. And the person that you vowed to love forever, the one that you gave your heart to before God and friends and family, well, they committed a crime against your belief. They committed the ultimate sin because they created, and I mean maritally is what I'm talking about. They created the ultimate sin maritally by betraying you. And a violation like this is fundamentally quakes. In other words, it absolutely breaks the foundation upon which your marriage has been built. This marriage that you thought you built for your entire life now has been shaken at the core. That's why it's so painful. And this is how it affects the betrayed spouse. Number two, you're actually afraid that your life is over. The life that you love, the life that you dreamed of, that it's over and that the pain that you're in the midst of right now, it'll continue forever and ever. You know, beautiful fear is a natural thing when you've been wounded by betrayal. It's a very natural thing to fear this kind of feel this kind of fear, especially when you've been hurt by the one who was supposed to love you forever, who was supposed to cherish you and take care of you and be loyal to you. The truth is that the life you knew before is absolutely over. And it's up to you to decide how you're going to live from now on. That's crushing, I know, because the life that you thought you had doesn't exist anymore. And that is a painful reality to have to look square in the face. But you you must do this. You can't deny it, push it under the rug. You have to acknowledge it and you have to look at it for what it is in order to heal through it. If you don't make this decision... When you're able to think clearly and calmly, then the pain will continue. So you've got to look at it. So despite your fears, this is where you do it scared anyway. You become courageous. You kind of take that deep breath and walk in bravery. Develop the courage that you need to move forward push past those fears and claim that new normal life that you want. Now, this is not easily done. This is where having a coach can really help assist you in this and actually catapult you through the healing process and the recovery. This is where a coach comes in because they're forward oriented. In other words, they're taking you where you presently are and devising or creating a path for you to move you past these fears through them to get you to that place of healing and recovery. They actually coach you through the process, giving you homework and tactical strategies and tools and techniques that you're going to need along the way to release the trauma from your body, to rewire the brain, to reconnect with God, to heal the mind, body, and spirit. So having a fear is a natural component when you've been betrayed through infidelity, but facing it so that you can push through it is necessary in the healing process. Number three is this. 
you feel resistant about dealing with the change that has been thrust upon you. And I don't blame you. I was there. I was like, wait a minute. He's the one that violated the vows. Why am I having to do all the hard work? Why do I need a coach? Why do I need to go to counseling? Why do I need to do EMDR? Why do I need to do all the hard work since he's the one that broke the vows? Well, the truth is you must because you've been wounded and you need to heal. Because your spouse is violated, their vows to you. Your life is forever changed. That's a truth that must be faced. It's an unexpected and extremely unwanted alteration of the life you were living. In other words, the life you were living is imploded, right? And it's completely unexpected. It hits you out of left field and you in no way, shape, or form wanted something like this to ever happen to you. So, of course, it's natural. You blame your spouse and you want them to fix the things. But guess what? They can't fix it because you can't go back and undo what was done. So, the truth is your healing process is your healing process. And I hope you heard me loud and clear on that. This is something you're going to have to walk through individually. They can't fix you and they must fix themselves. That's how this works. I know it sounds unfair, but it's true nonetheless. Now, again, you're wanting them to fix it so you don't have to deal with any of it. After all, they're the one who caused it, right? They should be the one who fixes it. But unfortunately, again, taking this stance will only cement you in the role of being a victim. And you're going to be held captive by your actions that you take. And you're going to be held captive and shackled by the actions of your spouse. In other words, you're going to be shackled in the betrayal trauma. It's going to become like a prison for you. And it's just going to prolong your pain. So tear down the resistance, beautiful, and realize that the change that has been thrust upon you even though it was unexpected and even though it seems unfair, you're going to have to deal with it and you're going to have to heal through it. All right, let's look at number four. Your spouse has absolutely ripped away your emotional security. Well, let me just kind of say it this way. Any kind of security you had, you probably feel has been ripped away physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, relationally, spiritually, environmentally. I mean, let's just be real. Security has diminished, right? That's just the truth. Well, let's talk emotionally. Before their infidelity, you trusted your spouse, right? You trusted them with your heart. You trusted them with your life. You trusted them to make good honest decisions and you trusted them with all of your secrets and you knew that they would be there for you emotionally. They would help you to make things better in life when things got out of hand and when you were having an off day and when you felt bad, you trusted that they would be there. They would celebrate things with you when things were good, but then you're faced with the fact that that's over now and this loss, well, it's absolutely torturous to you because you feel so alone and emotional security has been disrupted in your life. Is this the end? No, 
That's why I say it's so vitally important to work with someone who can help you to reestablish your emotional security, actually security in every area of your life. And a safety plan is what helps you with that. Now, I'm going to go into that further on another episode after this one. Today, I'm just kind of really giving you the effects and why it is so painful. And then the next broadcast that's coming out, the next episode, is actually going to deal with how you work through these. So it's going to give you the tools that you need to start moving forward through that healing process. All right, so number five, your spouse's infidelity makes you feel guilty. And some of you are like, yeah, why is that, Lisa? That seems so weird. They're the ones who actually broke the vows. They're the ones who actually sinned. They're the ones who did. Why do I feel guilty, right? Well, there's a part of you that wonders if you've done anything wrong, right? You've, what if I had done something differently? Maybe um, my, my spouse wouldn't have strayed or watched pornography if I hadn't nagged so much, if I'd been thinner, if I dressed a certain way, yada, yada, yada. The list goes on and on and on. You see, the truth is you take responsibility and you blame yourself for the situation you're now in. But that's farthest from the truth, beautiful. The fact is no matter what you did or you didn't do, your spouse is the one who made the decision to cheat. They made the choice. And that decision is what has you both where you are today. It wasn't who you are. It wasn't anything you did or anything you could have done better. The truth is they made a very poor life altering choice that unfortunately affects you in a very detrimental way, but there is hope. So hold on. All right, let's look at number, we are on number seven actually, that was number six. So let's look at number seven. So your self-esteem actually plummets. Makes sense, doesn't it? Because you're blaming yourself and you're feeling guilty. Well, your self-esteem takes a hard hit. You experience this loss that is so magnified. It is so great that now you're experiencing massive, massive self-esteem issues. When you discover your spouse has cheated on you, you immediately begin to wonder, you know, what does the other person have that I don't? What make what made them so great that would cause my husband or my wife to look the other way? What made them look the other way? What made them cheat? You jump to the conclusion that you are lacking something. Fundamentally, some way, shape, or form, you're lacking because that's why your spouse chose to be with this other person instead of you. This is what you're thinking. And the longer that you ruminate on that thought process, it starts to become a hardcore belief. It becomes a limiting belief system that there's something wrong with you that would cause your spouse to reject you. The closer you come to believing this lie, you're going to start believing that you're not worth loving. And you might even start loathing yourself. And I know that because I went down that road. Beautiful, there's nothing more painful that you can believe about yourself than that you're unlovable. And that is farthest from the truth. Jesus Christ himself calls you priceless. He poured out 
every drop of blood on Calvary just for you. You are a priceless child of God and you are worth being loved. You are worth so much more. He made you enough for your spouse. Enough in that marriage to where your spouse didn't have to go looking anywhere else. You are lovable. Jesus made you that way. End of story. Number eight is this. You're racked by horrific grief. You know, when you've experienced a loss of this magnitude, you are in a grieving process. And grief is actually normal. You know, you might get in bouts where you cry uncontrollably. It can be for hours on end. I remember I thought to myself, how can I have any more tears left? I've been crying for days and weeks. Where are the tears even coming from, right? But I would cry at the drop of a hat and the tears were uncontrollable. And you know, beautiful, you'll try to pretend that it didn't happen. That's a normal thing as well. You might even get very angry and eventually... As the grief passes, you'll come to this place that you are able to accept the fact that your spouse was indeed unfaithful and that your life is actually moving forward. Your life is actually healing and moving on. And that is whether you are with your spouse or not, your life will go on. You can and will heal as long as you move into the healing process. Okay, let's look at number nine. Your imagination torments you with thoughts of what they did together. And I know this to be true because, boy, did I fight that movie real over and over and over again. You know, it was like a bad movie at the theater that I kept buying a ticket to watch over and over again. Why would we do that? If there was a movie that we hated, we wouldn't go to the box office and buy a ticket and make ourselves sit through it over and over again. No, we wouldn't. We would say that's a crappy movie. Move on. Lesson learned. Don't want to do that again. But yet, when it comes to the ruminating thoughts of what our spouse did with the other person or through pornography, we ruminate those thoughts. In other words, we play them like that bad movie reel over and over and over again, and it torments us. Why do we do that? Well, it's our imagination, right? In reality, beautiful, this is actually what's called a self-inflicted pain because we do have a choice here. We don't have to allow that movie reel to continue to play. We don't have to buy another ticket. You either imagine what they did together or else you ruminate on what you know they did together. This is by choice. In either case, you're the one that allows the horrible scenes to continue playing in your mind. And I know some of you are probably saying, no, Lisa, I can't stop it. Well, beautiful, I want you to know, yes, you can. That's why working with a trauma-informed coach or a counselor is so crucial. They can help you identify the ruminating thoughts. They can help you learn to take control of it. According to scripture, you can because we are to take control and take captive every thought and submit it unto Christ. So if we are told that in scripture, then we have been equipped to do so. So they can help you do this despite the fact that you're the one trapping yourself in the thoughts, the pain you feel is profound, right? Well, you can choose today to end that once and for all. You don't have to stay trapped in the ruminating thoughts. You can let them go. 
All right, number 10 is this. You want your spouse to pay for what they've done. (laughs) I heard some of you say, hallelujah, yes, Lisa, amen. That's exactly what I want. I hear you loud and clear. And it's a normal response to feel this way. Wanting vengeance for what's been done to you and taken from you feels empowering at first. I know I felt the same way, but it quickly derails the rest of your life. The desire for revenge can be so powerful. It can feel so freeing. But I want you to know that it can also be the root of what you will experience as regret later on. And focusing on that need for revenge, it actually prevents you from participating in the rest of your life. It prevents you from healing. It keeps you trapped and in bondage to the effects of the betrayal. Listen, wanting your spouse to pay for what they're done, what they've done, is another way you can cause yourself pain as you struggle with the effects of infidelity. It does cause you pain. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Don't think that there's not going to be some repercussions. Don't think there's not going to be consequences. There are natural consequences that take place due to infidelity. So trust God with this and know that there will come a time. There will come a time. Hold off, remain walking in your integrity, hold your character, and keep purity of heart through the process. That's what we do as Christian women. Now listen, I know that's controversial because I'm not saying just suck it up and bear it. It's not what I'm saying here. Hang tight with me till next week's episode, okay? But what I am saying is let go of the vengeance and trust God with that part. All right, number 11 is you're embarrassed because your spouse cheated on you. This is normal, beautiful. I mean, we have thoughts of, well, what will my family think? What will my friends think when they find out that my spouse is dealing with pornography? He's a sex addict or he cheated with so-and-so at church, right? What will people think? What will my coworkers think? Is it going to affect my job? Will it affect my career? What will people say behind our back? How will I face them when they know the truth? These are legitimate concerns. However, recognize you're not the one who committed the act. You're not the one who broke the vows. You're not the one who betrayed. Yes, it has affected you, but you are not the one who actually did it. Thus, Step back from the embarrassment and allow people to be people. Will some actually think some of those thoughts that I just said? Yes, they will, because people are people. We can't get into people's minds and sweep them clean and change their thought process. Unfortunately, people are people. But what you can do is you can stand in the truth that you didn't do this. And you can hold your head up high as the one that stood loyal to your vows. And the last one, number 12, is this. You experience so many negative emotions that your health actually suffers. Beautiful, this is true. Obviously, the pain of the betrayal, the infidelity, it can lead to numerous negative emotions. It can cause your 
nervous system to become extremely dysregulated. It can cause the stress response to go up, your window of tolerance to be very, very small. It can actually um, cause you physical symptoms and the longer you experience um, the negative emotions, the larger your body's negative reactions will be, thus causing the physical ramifications. And as you struggle with the emotional pain of the betrayal, you might notice things like back pain or chest pain. Um, you might have digestive issues. A lot of women experience gut issues, constipation, diarrhea. You can't eat or you eat too much. There's a change in your appetite, right? Maybe there's dry mouth. You have sleep issues like insomnia or you sleep way too much. Uh, experiencing migraine headaches, constant headaches, unexplained pain throughout the body is a huge one. Maybe you've developed an autoimmune disorder. This is huge, especially women who have experienced chronic PTSD symptoms due to betrayal. It can lead to autoimmune disorders. We've seen that across the board. There are so many things that make you physically unwell when your nervous system is dysregulated for a long period of time. I know for me, I ended up in the hospital for four days in the cardiac unit. My heart was overstressed. My adrenal gland shut down. My thyroid shut down. I have Hashimoto's, so it just kicked into high gear. Um, my whole body, my nervous system, my immune system just tanked. And for eight weeks, I was on complete downtime bed rest at home. Doctor's orders. So it can really have a massive effect on your health. Infidelity in and of itself is so painful because it really hits at the core of your life. It gut punches you. The base upon which you've chosen to build your life has absolutely been rocked to the core, your marriage, because of infidelity. And when the foundation of your marriage, your core is threatened, it's normal for the rest of your perceptions about life to become suspect. Everything else is in upheaval, it's disruptive. And this can lead you to disorientation and confusion in every area of your life. But I want to land the plane today by telling you this. Despite the horrific anguish that you've experienced, despite the devastation and the pain and the upheaval, knowing why you're hurting so much can actually start to guide you toward healing and moving on with your life. You can heal and you can completely recover from the devastating effects of betrayal. You can overcome all of the pain that it's caused in your life and move on to a brand new beautiful life that you love with or without your spouse as long as you choose to move forward in a healing journey. And I want to leave you with that hope today because beautiful, that awaits you. That absolutely awaits you. The shackles that have bound you due to betrayal, the actual shackles that have just wrapped around your life of betrayal, trauma, and loss do not have to bind you anymore. So if you are really ready to move forward, you're like, Lisa, I want to create that safety and stability. I want to build trust once again. I want to be able to not have my emotions and anxiety managing me, but I want to manage them 
and I want to have the tools to improve my self-esteem and self-worth, set healthy boundaries, practice healthy communication. I want to overcome the shame and the guilt and all the ramifications, the devastation that betrayal has brought into my life. I'm ready to move past this and I'm ready to do this now. Then below in the show notes, there's a link where you can actually schedule your free affair recovery plan consult with me. We can discuss your options and we can actually build out a program for you that can set you on your healing journey and set you free. Beautiful. I really want you on that road. I want you to be healed and whole. So don't, don't let this pass you by. Click on the link below and make sure to share this episode out with others who are in need of it. This mini series will continue. We're going to have another episode dropping on Friday. And on Friday's episode, we're actually going to give you the betrayed spouse, the tools you need to work through all 12 of these issues that you face when you've been devastated by betrayal. So stay tuned. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.